Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. After five years at Housing Wire, you've taken on a new role, increased responsibility. Our partnership as executives leading this business continues, but we're evolving that a little bit. So give us a glimpse into what this role means for you and your plans for 2024. I'm just really excited about this business and our prospects for 2024 and beyond. And so this role as president is really, I feel like just solidifying the partnership that we've had over the past five years. You've been a little bit more externally oriented. I've been a little bit more internally oriented and I'm kind of managing the the media business. And you're thinking about the future and thinking about the vision of the company. And it's just a really good partnership between that kind of a little bit more externally facing and a little bit more internally facing. Although I feel like you do the internal stuff really well. And I like to think that I do the external stuff pretty well, but it's just a really nice partnership to solidify that. We're back for another episode of Powerhouse. Today's guest is a true powerhouse and a powerhouse in a new role at Housing Wire. Please welcome Mr. Diego Sanchez, president of Housing Wire. Diego, welcome to Powerhouse. Clayton, I'm so honored and excited to be with you this morning. We're going to have a great conversation. Diego, so in the last week or so, uh, we announced on LinkedIn that after five years at Housing Wire, you've taken on a new role, increased responsibility. Our partnership as executives leading this business continues, but we're evolving that a little bit. So congratulations on your role as president. Give us a glimpse into what this role means for you and your plans for 2024. I'm just really excited about this business and our prospects for 2024 and beyond. And so this role as president is really, I feel like just solidifying the partnership that we've had over the past five years, where you've been a little bit more externally oriented. I've been a little bit more internally oriented. um, And I'm kind of managing the, the media business. And you're thinking about the future and thinking about the vision of the company and maybe who will buy next, uh, other corporate strategy items. And it's just a really good partnership between that kind of a little bit more externally facing and a little bit more internally facing. Although I feel like you do the internal stuff really well, and I like to think that I do the external stuff pretty well, Um, but it's just a really nice partnership to solidify that. Diego, earlier this week, I was at NBA IMB um, down in New Orleans, which, by the way, is like one of my new favorite cities. Um, I know you love uh, food cool as much city. as I do. And that city yeah. that city prepares some food, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I had breakfast with Dave Savage, and, and Dave, at points in his career, has been CEO and had partnered with a, a president in the business. And we were talking about like how CEO president combinations can work well together, how they work best. And I was, I was sharing some of the research that you and I have done if we're designing our, our internal cadence. And we found a, a really cool uh, graph that kind of shows a, 
a circle, like, so let's think like Y axis, you have like the time period over which like your focus, whether we're starting like focus on like today's operations versus like operations 10 years out. And on the X axis, you have internal versus external. And so you have like a president who's very like, there's a big circle, like toward like the lower left that's focusing on like near term and internal and then like a ceo who's like further like like top right who's focusing on um like long-term vision and external but there's a big overlap in the middle and so like you have this like strategy where i i I, as dave and i talked about this and as you and i have talked about this you might have a president who's responsible like diego you got to hit 2024 budget like like near term like that is that is you you have to conquer and the CEO is there to support that. And, um, you know, as I won't put this on my business card, but I do think one of the CEO's jobs is being like the chief salesperson, like out there, like telling the company's story and which, which impacts the, the near term opportunity, but also focuses on that longer term horizon. Like, who are we going to be in, in five years? But the, the crux of that is there's a big overlap in the middle where the CEO and president have to partner on both near term and long term. And it really requires. A, 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 a good partnership and a solid and solid communication between those two those two C-suite executives, um, because you could see a lot of conflict come in if if folks don't know who they should be working with on a particular project, who has the authority to make certain decisions, um, and so it does require really constant vigilance and, and communication on making sure the team isn't getting frustrated with us as leaders especially in a distributed and, and hybrid workforce. So I'm at like our, our housing wire HQ in, in Dallas. You've been in New York the whole time we've been working together. Like t- tell me a little bit about, a little bit about how you think the distributed workforce, the distributed and hybrid nature of our team, like influences that, that cadence and flow of, of how to, to partner well, but also know when to divide and conquer and have clear communication. Yeah, you know, I don't know if we would have become a more distributed company if COVID hadn't happened. Uh, I think that we had a pretty good structure the the way things were before the pandemic hit. But I mean, obviously, the pandemic forced a lot of companies to to, to rethink the way that they are going to manage their business and distribute their employees. Um, And, you know, I got to say, like, I think it was hard for both of us um, in, in those first couple months and even that first year of figuring out like, how do we manage this team that's all across the country? And now we've got folks in India and England and Hawaii. So the time zones are pretty crazy, right? Um, And I think we're both pretty social and interactive people uh, and and like to see people in person. Um, And so, you know, I think we had to, we had to struggle through it a little bit. Um, But I think we've gotten to a really good place of, you know, we are able to see each other on a fairly regular basis when there's important meetings or when we have our own live events. Um, but we're all, we've also gotten really good at the digital tools like Zoom and Slack um, and making sure everybody is talking to each other like this on a very regular basis, at least once a week. Um, and so kind of up and down our organization, you have managers and employees meeting with each other on a pretty regular basis. And although it doesn't fully replace doing that in person. I think we've all gotten pretty good at doing this and even being able to read how people are feeling uh, over Zoom. Yeah. And I think there's like the structured element. So like we use one-on-ones a lot in our organization that are on the calendar, 
And then there's the unstructured element. So like a few years ago, you and I scrapped the regularly, regularly scheduled one-on-ones because we were already talking daily. And that's a, um, and I appreciate that dynamic a lot. Like, I think it, it, it sends the signal that like we value each other's like input and feedback enough that we don't need to like force it into force it into the, the calendar. That, that's been, that's a notable part of the relationship for me. And I've, I've, I've noticed that as well. Uh, and, and, and love our chats, you know, uh, when I'm, uh, watching my kids, uh, on the soccer practice field, <laughs> um, and, and at other times during the day and night. Um, and I've noticed that when there are folks on my leadership team, you know, where I'm really invested in their projects, I'm kind of doing what we do, which is like, instead of waiting for that next one-on-one, and I think this is so important, like, don't wait for that next schedule one-on-one. If you've got something that you've got to talk about and your team is distributed, just call them up, uh, get on a video call and, 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 and hash it out. Uh, and I've noticed that I've started to talk a lot more with those folks that I'm working really hard on projects with. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Diego at housing wire, a big part of our charge is, is connecting a community of housing professionals. And I think that's like on that note, it's like kind of worth going back in our, our origin story about how, how you joined HW back in 2018, how, how we initially connected, like I'll, I'll let you dive in there and like, you know, kind of like, and I think, I think we've, you know, have a good story about how executive partnerships can organically form. I think we do. And I think it was Aki Garrett, uh, a friend of yours from school that kind of introduced us. And I knew him because he was a, a, you know, a fellow business development executive in the media industry. And so we would see each other at a lot of conferences and hang out. He's a cool guy. He's fun. He's fun to hang out with. And you must, you know, you must've been on that search uh, what, you know, when I started hanging out with Aki a little bit more, the search to buy housing wire. And my guess is as a, you know, former banker, uh, you know, who is maybe going to become a media business owner, you know, you were thinking like, hey, I got to I got to think about some some more media operating experience in this business if I if I really want to grow this thing. Um, and so, you know, I think somehow we came together through that mutual connection. It just shows the power of, you know, building that network and maintaining that network and making sure you're, 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 you're really working that network at all, at all times. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he introduced us and then we met at a conference and then it kind of took off from there, but we didn't, we didn't, you know, we didn't connect right away in terms of like actually working with each other. Uh, it was another year, year and a half where I went to go run, run a different business uh, in ad tech and, and you were continuing to build the housing wire business. Um, but we stayed in touch um, and we were bouncing ideas off each other and, you know, bouncing strategy off each other. And it just seemed like, you know, as we got to know each other a little bit better, a, a work partnership made a lot of sense. Yeah, no, it was two and a half years. I mean, like we, 
like um we you initially joined us in October 2018 and I I think the origin of that was like I or I know the origin like at that time we had one person who was running ad operations marketing um newsletter database and probably like six other things and um we needed to reinvent ad ops and I knew you were running an ad tech business and um you know in hindsight now that i know more like those things aren't like ad ops and ad tech aren't exactly the same but you were the closest i could get to like i need so like diego do you know anybody who can like help us bring this like ads ad tech stack into the 21st century and it, and it happened to be at a at a moment where you're like i could you know come in as a consultant and and, and help with that and um so the origin wasn't even joining as an executive out the gate it was coming in to solve a problem as a as a as a consultant absolutely and you know it was a it was a very serendipitous moment for us to 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 do that because you know the company that i was that i was working on and running was having some real challenges um and you know was having difficulty with product market fit for the product that they wanted to move into the us uh, they were a, an Eastern European business that was trying to push into the U.S. with technology. Um, and so it was a really good time for me to think about other projects. And in fact, uh, you know, when that when that position came to an end, I kind of put out my, uh, you know, put out my shingle and, and, and said, you know, I'm available for consulting opportunities. And, you know, you ended up being the kind of core client. Uh, that I that I that I that I went to market with, um, and uh, it was just a really great time for us to to start to think about like could this be a more long term partnership? Yeah, absolutely. So when you joined us, you know, initially as a consultant and then as a full time executive, I think your initial title was was interim CRO, and we iterated on that a little bit. Um, you were a housing newbie, so you're coming into to real estate and mortgage with, with pretty much the lens that a lot of people have. I own, I own a house and that's been my exposure. So like, tell us about your evolution of learning about this, this, uh, you know, incredibly important yet often complex and ever changing housing world. Yeah, totally. Uh, I was, I was definitely a newbie and had had, you know, kind of a frustrating process of, of buying that apartment that I owned at the time. Uh, and so that was the lens that I looked at the housing industry through that, like, it seemed pretty antiquated, a lot of paperwork, um, and sort of a massive process to buy or sell a house um, that was a little bit disjointed because you got like the real estate process over here and then the, the mortgage process over here. And oh, by the way, there's this title process at the end and this weird appraiser has to come and look at your place to figure out the valuation. And so it was just, it seemed like a very disjointed ecosystem uh, through the consumer lens. Um, and, but in, in, interestingly enough, at the time that you and I, you know, were, were thinking about this role, I was also interviewing with Zillow uh, for an executive position with them, just again, as a housing newbie, but like I had been running businesses for, for a number of years at that point. And um, I remember... Uh, I, I eventually was interviewing with Errol Samuelson and somehow he found out, maybe it was in our conversation that you and I were talking about, uh, you know, solidifying a partnership and maybe me coming on full time in an executive role. And he was like, oh, and his eyes kind of lit up and he's like, oh, uh, you should really take that job. 
And so when, when somebody like that you're interviewing with was like, and I think I was having a pretty good interview process with, with Zillow. He was like, oh, you should go take that job. You kind of have to listen. Uh, and, and so that really kind of uh, piqued my interest even more in us solidifying that partnership. Um, and uh, so like ha- total housing newbie, but strangely enough, at the time that I was you know, looking at a role with, with, with Housing Wire, uh, had this other housing executive track going on. Uh, but they were like, yeah, go, go work with Clayton. Um, so Errol, if you're listening, I, I, I owe you one, man. I remember two years ago when we were at um, our event in Scottsdale, we hosted a little like executive roundtable at a, at a Mexican restaurant, had guacamole and margaritas and lots of tortillas. And that, and that, and Errol was there at the table in this little 10 person circle. And I remember, remember that coming up. That's a, that, that's a great story, Diego. Yeah. So, so like, you know, just getting back to the question of like being a, a newbie joining this business that had been writing about mortgage for, for, you know, I think it was seven or eight years at that time, no more, 10 years uh, when I joined. And um, it, it, it is an absolutely fascinating ecosystem. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I was in uh, B2C media throughout my career. So this was my first business media opportunity. But if you look at um, the dynamics of housing, there are all the elements of like really interesting stories, right? You've got some really interesting companies. You've got disruption happening seemingly all the time, right? And in, in these different verticals that we talked about earlier, um, you've got some really interesting executives and leaders at these different companies. So some big personalities, some really big person- personalities. You know who you are, audience. You know who you are. <laughs> you've got government regulation up the wazoo, right? Um, and you've got some really interesting structural and, and historical issues to grapple with. Um, and so you put all that stuff together and it's like, wow, like why wouldn't you want to run a media company that focuses on housing? Um, and then as we've discovered over the past couple of years, there's also all this great data that you can, that you can dig into and share insights about. Um, so I learned pretty quickly that, you know, I sort of was worried, uh, you know, is this going to be boring? Like I've been in B2C media forever, but it is the opposite of boring. And especially with the way the housing market has been over the past five years, it's just been insane. Um, so like as a news organization covering the housing ecosystem, it's really exciting. All right, Diego, let's, let's, let's take this to the lens of our audience for a minute. So you've got a big charge in 2024. Your, your team has expanded. A big part of your role is connecting media and data, overseeing sales and ops. Give our audience a glimpse of, of what they can expect housing wire under your leadership to deliver in 2024. Yeah, you know, so for me, it's all about this vision that you and I have been thinking a lot about for several years which is, you know, we talk about it like all things housing. Um, and I think that's probably the right way to think about it, uh, you know, with this audience uh, of Powerhouse. Um, when you think about like how I was a, a housing newbie, but had seen kind of that disjointed process um, as an apartment buyer, um, and you have these different silos that exist, uh, you know, between real estate and mortgage and mortgage and title and and uh, all that stuff in appraisal. And then, by the way, you got the home builders over here that are doing their thing. 
there just isn't a lot of um, interaction um, and coverage that goes across um, across all of those different silos. Um, and so for me, and I think for you, you know, it's all about bringing that stuff together, right? Um, and so you look at uh, the, the two media businesses that we bought over the past couple of years in Real Trends uh, uh, with, their, with their real estate news and Reverse Mortgage Daily with their news coverage focused on the reverse industry. We have now integrated those experiences into Housing Wire. Um, so all things housing from a news coverage perspective. Uh, last year, we did uh, Housing Wire Annual and the Gathering of Eagles, so two separate live events, one focused on mortgage executives, the other focused on real estate executives. In a couple of months, we're going to have the gathering where we're going to bring all of that together, right? The full picture, uh, all things housing, April 21 through 24 in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, and I think we're going to have like 750 to 800 executives coming to that event. Uh, but again, all things housing, like we're looking across the whole ecosystem. We're not necessarily diving into these silos to the exclusion of others. Um, and so now what we have to think about in 2024 is we just bought this Altos business, which has amazing real-time housing market insights. How can we integrate those amazing insights and other data sets, you know, great real-time mortgage rates, which we're about to launch with a partner, um, uh, you know, and other data. How can we make sure we're integrating that into our housing wire coverage um, so that our audience gets the best of news, analysis, insights, data, research brought to them on a daily basis? So really, that's, that's my vision for 2024. And then like the vision for beyond that, I think we can talk a little bit more about it, but like, I really want, like, if you're a housing executive, you know, whether you're mortgage or real estate or title or appraisal or home building, uh, or you're a top producer uh, or you're a production leader, like, I really want you to come to us first. And I really want us to give you a dashboard where you can just see all this stuff at the beginning of your day and figure out how you're going to tackle your day based on those insights that you're seeing on, the, on that dashboard. So that's, that's the, the vision for me. Yeah, that is, that is the full picture. And, um, you know, as we think toward the future, we're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for the audience. We're trying to meet the demands of, of what's out there. And the industry is flush with, with data and information. But for this to be successful, for the full picture to really come together, contextualization and connectivity is a, is a big part of it. And um, I don't want to fly by that, that one word that you mentioned there, Diego and in, in, in research. And I think research is a, is a crux of this because it research really ties together data and insight and brings it to intelligence that executives can use to make decisions. So we're not here to be your entertainment. We're not here to just, you know, spread rumor mill or, or gossip. We are here to bring, business insights that help housing professionals make decisions, build be better businesses, make more money and help consumers get into homes and ha hopefully have lower costs of home ownership over time. So like the, the impact has to be there for this to be successful. Yeah. We want to win and we want our audience members to win. We want them to win market share, to grow revenue. Uh, and that's what we're focused on really every day. Um, and you know, our audience is asking us for this. So I, I spend quite a bit of time um, with 
people who subscribe to HW Plus and people who leave HW Plus because I want to know, you know, why, why isn't this working for you? Um, and a lot of the time, um, you know, unfortunately, over the last couple of years, a lot of the times it's because people are, are leaving the industry uh, because it's been a, it's been a rough stretch. But there are several people who have said, hey, I just I need more data from you. I need more insights like this has to impact my day to day business. It's not a cheap subscription. Right. Like so, and, and, and it might get more expensive over time, um, but it has to provide that value of of helping people make decisions in their business that are going to help them grow and win market share. Spot on. All right, Diego, president of Housing Wire. Diego, how can our audience members find you? How can they communicate with you? We want to have a dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. Happy to talk with anyone. Um, so my email is Diego, that's D-I-E-G-O at hwmedia.com. Uh, but uh, LinkedIn, I'm on all the time. I'm probably on four or five hours a day, um, you know, prospecting and developing business and developing partnerships, selling, gathering tickets and, and, and trying to, to sell more of our media products to, to, to our marketing clients. So uh, find me on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm there a lot. All right, Diego. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you for the partnership. I couldn't be more excited about charging into the future together. Let's provide the full picture to this audience. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Clayton, thank you so much for having me on today and for the opportunity to be, to be your partner and, and president of this organization. 